Blog Talk Radio. beloved planet, welcome to Dr. Catherine May's Blog Talk Radio program, Channel Panel. Today is Sunday, July 27, 2014, and today's show is our healing call and training for ascension with Sananda, and we have the pleasure of welcoming Sananda's twin flame, Lady Nada, as part of our call today. We look forward to hearing her message for us as well. This is your co-host, Meg Davis, calling in from the greater Atlanta area in Georgia. And our host, Catherine, is calling in from High Falls, New York, preparing to welcome a group for a week-long retreat this upcoming weekend. Hello, Catherine. Welcome. Hi, Meg. Sorry, I had muted myself. That's okay. I was like, oh, let's get her on. Hi, Catherine. Hi. Oh, it's all so good and exciting. I'm splitting at the seams here. It's, uh, well, anyway, where will I start? I just came back from Canada where I spent about a week and was getting messages every day there. Um. So I spent a lot of time talking with our friends, actually the whole time. And on the way home, it's about an eight-hour drive, All that, so I listened to the radio for a little bit, but most of the time I was talking with them. So I was having a conversation with Lady Nada, who said she wanted to come to the healing show today. And then I got... a tap on the shoulder from St. Germain. And he said, I want to discuss this with you. And so we had a three-way conversation about the show today and what they want to, to create today on the show. Well, let's see if I can explain this. <laughs> <laughs> They're really asking me to like take it to another level. As I was talking with them, and Sananda came in too, so we're having this four-way conversation, and they're all, we were all talking about what they would like to do on the show and how they would like to present it. And they, they said, now, 
you talk to us this way as a group, and when I'm in a quiet place and I can sit quietly and talk with them, I, I do. We have a conversation, you know. It's not a download. So even when I do the, um, the messages, um, I go back and I read it and I correct the spelling and the punctuation and everything, and then I, and I talk to them about what they've said. And if there's anything else they want to put in and, and if I got it just the way they wanted to present it and so on. So we have a discussion about the message. Well, they said, why don't you just do the show that way? and show people how we talk so that they can learn to do it too and so that they can understand what it is that I do. So I said, okay, (laughs) why not? (laughs) So they said, okay, we're going to have Sananda and Lady Nada and St. Germain is raising his finger saying, don't forget I'm in the background here. I may not talk, but I'm listening. (laughs) (laughs) He said, I'm pulling up a chair. (laughs) So they want to describe more about, they want people to understand more about who they are and how they relate to us, how they are capable of relating to us and what they want for everybody to experience. So we're going to try to do that. Um, I am not uh, a ventriloquist, so I think you'll feel there. You'll feel who's speaking by their energy or they'll announce themselves so that you know when we switch. I think you'll be able to tell um, by the content, too. So... Lady Nada is going to sort of orchestrate this since this was her this is her um, entree into this project, so she's going to sort of act as the um, moderator, let's say, and what can I explain to you about this um I was really amazed at the messages they've been giving lately. They're just so filled with information and love and expansiveness. And they they made it clear to me they want me to channel everybody. And then last night when I, I got home late and I was having trouble falling asleep. You know how you get buzzy after you've been driving a long time. So I was talking with them as I'm falling asleep, and I went, oh, no, don't tell me. You want me to channel all 64 of the council? (laughs) 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 Why not, dear? (laughs) I said, not all at once. (laughs) We better get you some help. (laughs) So we had a good laugh about that. They said, no, 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 we're going to bring messages. But all the masters want to have their chance to be included in these messages because they're going to be a, it's going to be a book. So 
the more the merrier, right? And they each one has a little different perspective, and it's very interesting to hear from so many different masters who've been so involved in our ascension project. So they're, they told me they're lining up <laughs> to be, to each one have a piece of this project that will become a book. So the the Company of Heaven book. <laughs> um, and we'll be, we're going to start publishing. We're going to have um, who when God pinched my toe as a a book and and an ebook they'll all be ebooks and i and hopefully they will all be free um on the website or just very minimal whatever it costs us um, and so that's the the next project but in the meantime they want to be they want to make contact they want people to see them, hear them, feel their presence, to really break down the barriers. Um, I was listening on the way back through the Adirondacks. It was just a beautiful drive. I was scanning on the radio, and I there are a number of religious stations now that are playing music. And I was listening to the words of the music, and they're all sort of this... Um, approach that is about uh, give praise and worship our Lord who is on high. And I think that's the concept they want to break through. Not only are they not on high, but they're right here with us. And they don't want to be worshipped. They want to be in contact with us. They want to connect. And so I think this is why they asked me to do this conversation today. So we have another message coming um, from Lady Nada, and they've told me Kusumi is going to be among the next of the group, too. So every day until the RV, there will be a message. Well, Catherine, I just have to say that this is particularly interesting to me and possibly others uh, since being involved with this work that you do and listening to the calls over the last year mm-hmm. I have become much more comfortable with the idea well the truth that they are here they feel equal to us and want us to feel that Mm -hmm. and to have a conversation when I'm I can speak with them now with my level of conversation being more casual so I at least am speaking with them more casually and Mm -hmm. I feel confident Mm -hmm. that that and that feels good it feels heart-centered what this is going to add to my life is being able to literally expand the realm of possibilities by hearing and watching you do this. Because I've seen you do it because I've been to several retreats. But I've never been privy to this particular type of conversation. And every time 
they and you expand our realm of possibilities, we go higher. And we mm-hmm. move into a worthiness, because I know that's what this is for me and maybe others, this worthiness, this allowing it to be this familial, this friendly, this accessible. And I, I think about calling up my best friend on the phone and having a casual conversation and like, you know, Meg, that's what they want you to do. <laughs> that's, mm. that's what they want. They just want you to, you know, make a phone call and, and allow them, allow you to hear them <laughs> because you know that they're wanting to talk. They're wanting you to hear them. So this is going to be great for me um, to hear that. I'm excited. And, and um, I just had to laugh at your last with the last message when uh, Lucifer and Hope came in, I went, Lucifer and Hope? What do you mean, Lucifer and Hope? It's Lucifer and Gabriella. Wait a minute. What's going on here? <laughs> and I started to <laughs> laugh and chuckle. I went, don't read the end of the letter, because you know that's what I wanted to do. No, just read the letter. <laughs> it was everything I could do not to race to the end. And sure enough, at the very end, Beloved Hope says, and my incarnation is Gabriella. I went, okay, all is right with the world. We're good. And it was just hilarious. I'm like, look at this spiritual little soap opera I created in my head. <laughs> it was just hilarious. So I had a good giggle with Gabriella about that and and uh, a new name for a new name for her. But and the only other thing I wanted to mention, and maybe Sananda can mention this and Lady Nada, is over the weekend on the Healing for Ascension tour group, Wendy, I'm going to call her out, Wendy posted this beautiful video of the children of Gaza singing We Are the World. Oh. It was chilling. It was so beautiful. And I went, Sananda has his hands all over this. And here they were with every skin color, every type of dress, with pictures of Gaza and uh, some just war-torn areas, but also just children playing and people hugging and kissing and sharing meals and just this is what this is like for us, just loving and being together and I would love if he would comment on on that piece because that song is so special to him. I know that he's got something to say about that. So if he's open to that, we would love to hear um, what that is and hopefully what this might be doing for opening our hearts to that part of the part of the world. Mm. Oh, thank you for that. Um, so the link is on the Facebook page, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'll go okay. and find it. I'll repost it to bring it up high so people can see it easier. But I reposted it, so it should be there. So it was mm-hmm. beautiful. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Healing for Ascension Tour, and is it on the, let's put it on both places. Okay, I'll have Gabriella post it on the tour one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Healing for Ascension yeah. Tour, and it's also on the Healing for Ascension Tour group. Yes. On Facebook. On Facebook. So mm-hmm. let's, for the people who are new, our Facebook page is not social media. <laughs> you know, it's not pictures of people on vacation in their bathing suits. It's a master class. Um, it is designed to help people raise their vibrations, and it's a resource. So 
on the, the Healing for Ascension Tour group is where people can talk with each other, can share information, can share their deepest feelings, can develop friendships with people who are on the same page. And the goal of it is for everyone to raise their vibrations, to reach higher and higher, and to help each other do that. So it's not just a place where people come and post stuff. Um, the requirement is if you're going to post something, you have to tell us how it helped you and why you think it should be there. So it's a very personal um, cooperative venture, and it's building. There are now more than 11,000 people, I think. But it still is completely intimate and um, building close relationships. You can find people in your own area, you know, connect with with people near you. You can share your thoughts and feelings among people who will really be on the same page. So that's the group page. The Healing for Ascension Tour is the up-to-the-minute news and information about what we're doing. Um, the retreat, the um, shows, the links to shows and so on are all there. We also now have our wonderful webmaster, Don, who is posting all the messages and the announcements and so on on the web page, on the <coughs> website, which is whoneedslight.org. So there are lots of resources, and you can get, I really recommend that people go to YouTube and get the visual centering videos and listen to those. And by the way, anyone who's coming to the retreat, that is a prerequisite. You have to go and listen to and watch the videos on visual centering because then we pick up with what you already know. Saves me hours of explanation. Um, I also recommend that people have read the book, Who Needs Light? So you have a really good foundation to start with. And then in the workshops, we just soar. So that makes it even more fun. So I think that's um, those are the announcements for now. Mm-hmm. If anyone is interested in the the retreat, we still have a few places. We're going to have all kinds of camping gear. We're going to have beautiful tents outdoors. We're going to have so much fun. So my house is here in the country, bordering on a 6,000-acre 6, preserve. So we have hiking trails right up the mountain. We have woods and swimming pool and all the comforts of home. So, and we even just built an outdoor shower because there is nothing more divine than an outdoor shower when you've just been out hiking or, you know, in the woods. So it's going to be fun. So I think that's all the um, information for now. Anything you want to know, you can find in those places. And the most up-to-date information is on the Facebook page and where you can contact Gabriella and Meg and 
others and share your information and your questions. Okay? Are you yeah. um are you on mute? <laughs> no, I'm I'm here. <laughs> <You're> here. <laughs> By the way, I want to tell you I love listening to your opening when you begin the show. It's it's such a pleasure to hear your voice. I just look forward to it. <laughs> so I want to thank you for that. Mm-hmm. All right, now, let's see. I guess I explained enough about um, how Lady Nada and Sananda are going to come through. And, <laughs> yes, the the music, We Are the World, is obviously very special because whenever Sananda wants to talk, he he plays that music. I hear, we are the world, we are the children. And I know it's Sananda. And I just, all morning I was hearing this other song. I don't know if I can remember it. I'm not sure what it is. But I went, that's a new one. And, oh, that's that's Nada. She has her own theme song. (laughs) (laughs) So next time she sings it all, I'll remember they don't actually sing it. They play the recording that we're familiar with. So it's a it's a convenient trick. So uh, and all of you, if you hear a song playing in your head, pay attention because that's often the way they make contact. It's a it's a good way to get your attention. Well, I woke up this morning. Was it yesterday or this morning? With um. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I remember about four or five months ago, I found it. I posted it on the Healing for Ascension Tour group page. It just made me happy. I was just in a music mood. And, and uh, St. Germain in his message the other day was talking about playing that song as the musicians and artists are always the one to bring in a new age a bit quicker than the rest of us and they were ahead of their time and I thought that was hilarious. I was like, oh And yeah, they named themselves the fifth dimension. The fifth dimension, I know. It was great. <laughs> they were way ahead. <laughs> yes. Okay, so um, I guess there's one more little, well, here's Jay. I knew he'd be back sooner or later. He He took off to visit his friends. He's back for the show. <laughs> um, I was I was talking to Sananda about this channeling business and um, I'll describe what I was seeing as I was yeah, they told me to do this, to describe what I was seeing as we were talking. Um when I had a quiet time, not while I was driving. I try not to do this too much while I'm driving, but uh, when I was sitting and talking to them, I pictured the three of us sitting in chairs, like, you know, living room chairs. We're sitting in a, um, you know, triangle, the three of us facing each other. And I could feel their presence, and I could see them. And it was like we were sitting in the living room together talking. And I remember noticing the details of their clothing and the way they looked and how radiant they were. 
and what a pleasure it was to be in their presence. And the electricity between them is so powerful. It's like, you know, in science fiction movies where they show beaming people up and you see the flashes of electricity. and It was like that. You could, you could feel the energy between them and the love. And the so Sananda was wearing a I can't exactly it doesn't it's it's like a classic kind of thing that doesn't have any particular era. But something between the most comfortable golf outfit you could imagine <laughs> and um a formal uh, jacket kind of draped with the the fabrics that they envision for themselves are so beautiful. It was a very light color, almost white, but then every once in a while you'd see a blue flash run through it. So it's not fabric, you know? And her, or not fabric as we know it, it's alive. And she had this beautiful kind of drapey, not exactly Greek, you know, goddess outfit, but similar to that, just very flowing, and it had sleeves. And and we were joking. I said, well, I see the sleeves aren't too long, but then, of course, you don't have to do dishes. <laughs> have to worry about whether their sleeves are going to drag. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> funny. <laughs> and it was her, the fabric in her dress was just uh, shimmering, uh, kind of light and etheric and flowing and beautiful. Not not in your face, you know, it, doesn't, it wasn't like flashing neon, it was just shimmering and um, light, just little glimmers of light through it. it was, and, bet- and sitting there with them was just, I just, I felt like I was in heaven. <laughs> and I said, this is, this is such a pleasure talking with you like this, but it doesn't feel to me like our three-dimensional life. And they said, it isn't. I said, well, it doesn't. It feels like it's higher than the fifth dimension. They said, it's the seventh dimension. We meet in the seventh dimension, which is the Christ consciousness dimension, which has this feeling of just almost pulsing love and richness about it. It's just pure love. And it's it's just a pleasure being there. So my experience of it is that we can do this. We can simply open our channels and be present and allow a complete conversation with these beings who are just like us. They love us to pieces. They're 
kind and generous and they really enjoy overseeing our incarnations. But they're, they are our guides. They're our friends. And they love being in direct contact. Not, I'm down here and you're up there and I'm admiring you. It's, let's talk. So I think that was part of what they want me to let people take part in today so that everybody has the experience. And then you all can work on it. Like you said, it's going to change your expectation about what you what is possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you change your expectation, your experience changes. That's a good motto. Let's write that down. <laughs> I'm writing, I'm writing. Well, it's just like what they say when the children of millionaires are more likely to become millionaires because they have it as part of their vision. It's just what mm-hmm. they experience. They don't feel it's anything strange. Mm-hmm. And that's what it feels like is the more we see you do it, and the more we hear the calls, the more we read the messages, then it becomes something that we believe we can do because we see it. Mm-hmm. And then it's real. And that's what I feel. Mm-hmm. And every week I'm getting emails from people who say, I'm beginning to hear. I'm beginning mm-hmm. to communicate. And my favorite one to communicate with is, and everybody has a different favorite, you know, uh, Archangel Michael is high on the list, and Sananda, and St. Germain, and so on. But And... Uh, Lady Nada and Mother Mary and so on. But everybody is beginning to experience this. It's really so exciting. So I think this is what they want, is for us to all raise our expectation. Why not have a conversation with them in their presence, enjoying the palpable sense of love and acceptance and communion that you feel in their presence. So let's bring them in. I Just before we started, I said, okay, Lady Nada, are you here? She said, I'm right here. And I said, okay, Sananda, he said, present. <laughs> so they really are funny sometimes, you know. They really do have such good humor. And they're so delighted to offer everything for us. So I'm going to let them come through. And I will... So this is a little different from the way I usually channel. This is what they wanted me to explain. When I just step aside and let them come through, I really consciously am not in the conversation. I'm, I just let their feelings and their thoughts and their words flow through me like a conduit. And... That way I can really capture the intensity of their feelings. 
um, when I what they're asking me to do today is a little different because I have to be present to hear the conversation. So I'll be talking with them. So we're going to have a regular conversation where I'm going to ask them questions and they're going to talk about things and talk to each other. And whenever they pass the talking stick, I'll just shift and and channel the, the one who's speaking. So we'll see. <laughs> I, I have to admit, I got some butterflies just thinking about this. I was really excited, and then I went, oh, my God, can I do this? Well, of course, I do it all the time. <laughs> That's what they said. What do you mean, can you do this? You do it every day. <laughs> so, okay. Um, that's what they wanted me to to do today. It's what I do every day with them. So let's see what happens. All right, Catherine, we're looking forward to it. <laughs> okay, so Lady Nada is right here, and she she would like to be the first one to talk. So after this, I'll just let them speak. Okay. Yes. Hello, beloved ones. This is Nada. Now, let's start with this. I don't think of myself as Lady Nada, and I don't think of my twin flame as Lord Sananda. I call him dear. (laughs) Sometimes Sananda, or maybe even sweetheart. But... When we talk with you, except as a formality and as a special greeting, we don't say, greetings, Lady Meg. Um, It is our pleasure to meet such an illustrious (laughs) master. (laughs) And we don't ask that you do that either, so... My name is, I have been known as Lady Nada, and I'd like to clear something up. Yes, it is, Nada does mean nothing in Spanish, and there are those roots to the name, but that is not why my name is Lady Nada. It is a part of my original name, which comes from the earliest form of Aramaic. This is when what we used um, to develop names for ourselves when the time came that we would need them. We don't need names amongst each other, of course, because we see each other's energy. We know who we are. But Nada is a part of the longer name that I was given as a soul when I was born together with Sananda, which is his original name. It means, it comes from the meaning born of God. And that is my true name. And so I proudly acknowledge Nada with this the meaning born of God. 
And each of you have an ancient soul name like this. And Catherine has learned to speak the... Um, to to work with the syllables in the ancient language to give people the original name, which has very rich um, and subtleties. It's a, a constructed name made out of the syllables, uh, and each syllable has special meaning. Isn't that true, dear? <laughs> yes, not a... Yes, I listen. When I hear the names, uh, people's ancient names, I write down the syllables and then I ask what each syllable means and then we put it together. And each syllable, many, many of the Master's names have um, references to God and to the heart. So, for instance, the syllable... Ma, M-A, means heart. And Ra refers to God. So many of them have those pieces. There are also other references to love or to God, uh, to source and so on. So it's, I guess it's kind of like um, the, the Inuits have 36 names <clears throat> for snow, <laughs> there are so many versions of love and and several versions that refer to God and our names are constructed out of those syllables. Thank you, dear. Yes, this is not a <clears throat> so this process of channeling, we're very pleased to be presenting it to you today in this new way. Because we want all of you to be aware that this is part of your training, is to learn to listen, to be able to hear your higher self, of course. Everybody's so fascinated with their twin flame, they want to hear their twin flame. But I recommend to you, dear ones, listen for your own higher self first. That way you make the strong connection and you develop your own sense of independence and self-reliance and a, a sense of knowing within your heart. This is who you are. And then when you meet your twin flame, you won't be overwhelmed with awe or with um, the love butterflies. You will acknowledge their equality with you. And this is the kind of thing that we want to encourage by talking with you this way. Now, Sananda's here. <coughs> and I notice that when Catherine begins to channel Sananda, she gets a, she begins to cough. <coughs> yes, it's true. His, Sananda's voice is a little lower and it touches something in my throat, and I, I, it gives me a tickle. But it's not unpleasant. So go ahead, Sananda. Greetings, beloved ones. What a pleasure it is to be here in this conversation. I know you're getting as big a kick out of it as we are. 
I have a confession I'm going to make. Not a really deep one, but something fun to tell you about. We we haven't told Catherine the whole story of this, but she has an inkling. And I think it's time we we um, unveil this small truth. There was a time when Father God asked Catherine to channel him and because he had had used Billy and Billy does a full body channeling, Catherine said, well, I'll try to learn to do full body channeling and and I will work on that. So she tried. She spent almost a week at her cottage in Canada where she where she was just staying where she goes to do serious meditations she worked very hard at doing full body channeling which requires that the person go into a very deep trance well she had the ability to do that she kept trying and each time she would go into the deep trance, she would get a splitting headache. And so she would have to come out of it. And Father God was there with her because, of course, she wanted to have him there to come through her. She even had a tape recorder so she could record what he said. But she never got to that, and she would come back and complain she was in terrible pain. So eventually, she kept trying, and eventually Father God just said, it's all right, dear, you don't have to do that. You're doing just fine. You you know how to channel. You don't have to do that. So nevertheless, she called up some folks, um, Jeffrey and Peg, and she said, I think I have a something in blocking me. I can't understand what's happening. I'm getting these pains in my head. And they said, oh, yes, you have an implant and we'll remove it and so on. And so she experienced what she thought was a removal of an implant or something that was preventing her. And the headaches went away, but she never tried really to do the the uh, full body trance after that because Father God said, just don't bother, dear. It's all right. Well, here is the story. It was not an implant. It was Father God. Every time she got into the trance deeply enough, he gave her that headache. Yes, we can do that, beloved ones. We can heal. We can help you heal and we can give you a headache. And if you find yourself heading towards something that is going to be very destructive for you, you may find your guide or your higher self giving you a big headache. It's one of the things we do to help give you a little guidance or direct you in one way or another. So we wanted to direct Catherine away from... She's laughing, yes. Now you tell me. (laughs) All right, continue, Sananda. (laughs) So, 
Father God was getting quite a kick out of this. He thought it was very funny that he was sort of teasing Catherine in this way. Of course, it did create some um, concern on her part, but nevertheless, after a while, she forgot about it, and we moved on. Now, I'll tell you the reason. We did not want Catherine to do full-body channeling. We really did not want that because then we could not have done what we're doing today. And besides, she didn't need to do that. She doesn't need any uh, special um, techniques. She just uses her sense of empathy and brings through our feelings and our words, and it comes out just as we're saying it. So... We actually wanted her to be present so that she could channel more than one person. And in order to do that, and be present herself, in order to do that, she couldn't do it in a, in a full trance. So this is why Father God was interfering with the process. Now, you may ask, why didn't we just say to her, no. You don't need to do that. Because she needed to experience that herself. She needed to know that she could really do it if she wanted because Father God allowed her to go into that state and then pulled her right back with the headache. So she knew she could have done it if necessary. But after they, we all agreed, we don't want her doing that. We want this other way Um, so then Father God said well you're doing just fine why would you need to do that it's fine and so we've continued to help prepare her for this time when she could do what we're doing today and we will we'll give you a few examples right Nada (laughs) yes dear all right, now let's let's go on with our our healing. Now, as long as we do it this way, we can ask Catherine to take over and go pick up her paper and read about the people who need to be healed today. And then we can proceed and talk about what they've asked for. And so now we'll ask Catherine to go and get the, the the list of people who have requested healings today. Now, those of you who, who requested through Gabriella are on this list. Um, Catherine was not able to use the Internet much this week, so if you send it directly to her, she, you won't be on this list today, but we'll get to you uh, the next time. Make sure you send your requests to Gabriella at healingforascension.com. So, let's look at the list now. So I'll turn this over to Catherine, and she can read you the list of people who've... Oh, and I can use my eyes, too. (laughs) This is fun. Okay, here is the list, which Gabriella gave me just um, before we started. These are three people who have requested 
special healing attention for today. The first one is Henry Garcia for his sister Diana, who's in the hospital in Anaheim, California. And he says, My sister has been in ICU for over a week after a surgery that didn't heal right. And her blood pressure dropped, and they couldn't get it back, I think, and do something to help her. She has lupus and has been on dialysis for many years, and she's in a lot of pain. And something about her intestines and and her hearing. So I'm not sure exactly what the surgery was, but she's in a lot of pain. She's not healing, and, you know, hospitals are terrible places for healing. And plus the drugs they put you on after you've had surgery are heavy doses of antibiotics, but they also, much of the painkiller concoctions that they give you do not help with healing. So he says she's ready to just die because she's not healing and she's in so much pain and he's saying he's not ready for her yet to go and neither is her husband. So they're asking for healing prayers and Henry, and also I'd like to add prayers to help ease her pain. So however long she stays, she won't be in pain. Because I know even the most, you know, no matter how hard it is for you to let go of the one you love, you don't want for them to suffer. So we ask that Sananda and and Lady Nada send their healing energy to Henry Garcia's sister, Diana, in Anaheim. Our second is our dear Martin Weiss, who has um, a cancer tumor that is too big to be removed. It's a gallbladder tumor, and the chemo is recommended to reduce the size of the cancer. And after they they will remove the gallbladder with the tumor and will rebuild one with the intestine. That's very interesting. I didn't know they could do that. He's saying there is no cancer cells anywhere else. So we're going to help Martin. We're going to send him a big blast of healing and shrink that tumor. Now, Martin, I have done this. I worked with a woman um, who had a breast tumor, And we worked on reducing the size of the tumor, focusing the energy to reduce it. The doctors had scheduled surgery for her, and she was a nurse, so she knew what was going on. So she went for her her pre-op checkup. They checked it. They took pictures, and they said, we have to schedule this surgery immediately before it's too late because the cancer was disappearing. Now, isn't that an interesting take? We have to get you into surgery because the tumor is disappearing. Okay, let's put them in that dilemma, Martin. Okay, the next one is Jennifer Bennett. Um, I'm going to read what she says. I feel it is a mild form of dyslexia. However, 
debilitating in many ways. Some symptoms, zoning out, mixing up numbers and words, terrible spelling, reading and testing and verbal explanations can be confusing and frustrating, difficulty sustaining attention, her reading comprehension is not very good, writing is messy and confusing. I went through university with dyslexia and my whole 36 years of my life until realizing recently that I have this disorder. I feel many people do not know that they have a learning disability and their parents and teachers are not aware of the symptoms to look out for. It can be very debilitating and confusing for many and may lead to low self-esteem as well. And she says it has not been medically diagnosed. Well, Jennifer, I work as a psychologist and have for many years, and I can tell you, you're probably lucky that it wasn't medically diagnosed. Because when it is, the entire medical establishment swoops down, including psychiatry, to, quote, diagnose the child with what you called a disability. It is not a disability. It is a different ability. People who have dyslexia always come with other kinds of intelligence, like uh, very uh, powerful and, and effective ability to see spatial relations, for instance. Um, or abilities in music or art or the ability to see hues of color that other people can't even begin to see. It is not a disability. It's a different kind of brain. So you're not perfectly attuned to being an accountant or a lawyer, but you are perfectly attuned to what you're good at. And we, first of all, yes, we need to have special training for people so they don't get frustrated. And it's true, spelling is difficult and you might have um, some reading problems with letters jumping around or getting things reversed a bit. However, you obviously learned how to read because you got through university. So people who are what we call dyslexic um, don't don't see letters and words the same way as people who are training to be a lawyer or an accountant or you know someone who's great with details. But there is a reason why your brain is wired this way. People who are dyslexic also tend to be very psychic and tend to be this, what you're calling a focusing problem is not really that you have difficulty sustaining attention. It's that you're, you have difficulty paying attention to the words on the page. There's something else that's going on in your brain. And Lady Nada is nodding big, big nods. Yes. I'm going to turn it over to her. Yes, dear. First, you must eliminate these ideas that it 
that it is a source of low self-esteem to have the kind of brain that you're describing. As Catherine has said, this is not a disability, except in a culture that thinks that the only valuable jobs are the ones where you add up columns of figures and you write uh, at length business letters and writing books and reading books and memorizing things. You're probably actually very good at memorizing things because you had to. And that's one of the great strengths of people who tend to be dyslexic. They're also very intuitive. And they learn to look behind the story. They learn to understand things in a much deeper and more and richer way, let's say. But they don't know that. They don't know that what they're learning is different from other people. They think that they're just not learning as well as other people. It's not true at all. Thank goodness we have plenty of dyslexic people around and more all the time. Many of the ones you call crystal children or the um, the the new crop of children that are coming, they may not be big readers, but they have fabulous imagination. They have the ability to create images in their mind in a way that people who are left-brained, which is the reading and writing part of your brain, the um, detailed language area of your brain, that's that's the uh, left-brain concentration. People who are dyslexic tend to be right-brain people. Now, of course, it's not either or. You can read, and people who can read can also feel what's in their hearts. It's not an absolute thing. But, dear, forget about this diagnosis business and look for your talents. Look deeply at who you really are and what your concentration has really been on. And I know you what you're going to find is that you're going to have a very easy time doing what we're teaching today. And that is listening with your inner self, with your third eye. Now you're finding that you lose concentration because you're switching back and forth from your third eye to your two human eyes, and it's confusing you. You will benefit from the visual centering work that Catherine has presented. Uh, she will tell you it was, it was what helped her to develop this psychic ability. All those years of training with the incarnation of Sanat Kamara helped her to learn how to combine the information from the third eye 
with your two human eyes and to make contact with your higher self all at the same time. Now you're close to it, dear. Jennifer, you're close to that. So whatever you do, don't think of it as you have something less than other people. In fact, you have an extra talent. You only need to acknowledge that and accept it. As Catherine was saying earlier, when you change your expectation, you change everything about your life. So start looking for your strengths. They are there. You will feel and see them all day long. Look around you. Notice how you process colors. Notice how you process smells, sounds. In your brain... The processing of color and sound is closer together than with most people. You might say, you know, we've been talking about the veil lifting. You might say the veil between the, um, the channels that process color and sound is thinner for you than for most people. And what a delight you have in store when you begin hearing the color blue and seeing a major note on the scale. You have great delights in store for you, dear. So, you need no diagnosis and you need no medical help. For heaven's sakes, whatever you do, don't look for medical help because there is nothing wrong with your brain. You don't have a disease and you don't have a disorder. You have a talent. Now use it, dear. It's why you came this way. And especially now, those of you who have these special talents are beginning to come into your own You're beginning to feel how strong you are, how clear you can be. Sananda is nodding with his hand over his heart. Yes, dear, go ahead. It is an important conversation you're having. It's very important for people who have been belittled, who have been made to think of themselves as less. Ah, you are not less. There is no such thing in the human spectrum of talents, artistry, profound abilities. You are only just beginning to discover your brilliance. This is why we're here. Beloved ones, we're here to help you discover your divinity. Yes, each and every one of you to discover 
your divinity. Now, as this applies to the healing for the others as well, Martin, link with your higher self. Diana, we send our love in the hospital. We hope your brother, Henry, will tell you what we have said. Your higher self stands just above you always, always ready to connect with you. And your higher self is in the higher dimensions. Now here's how the healing takes place. When you connect directly up through your body, feel your heart, feel the love in your heart. Feel the energy rising up through the center of your brain up into your crown chakra and keep going. Send your beam of light. The, remember some of you, the bat signal, when Batman would shine his light into the sky and you could see the bat signal up there in the sky, do that. Send the signal, which is the essence of who you are your DNA code in addition to your soul identity. Yes, generate it with your engine that is in your solar plexus. Feel yourself generating the energy. Send it upward through your heart, up through your throat, where you express who you are through the center of your brain and up through the center of your head, upward, where you connect. Just a few feet over your head, plug in to your higher self. It feels like that. It feels like you're Attaching a conduit between you and your higher self. Now, if you are a master, which you are Martin, of course. Now, this is specifically, we'll use Martin's case right now, specifically because... We trust that he's listening and he's going to learn how to do this and hopefully we'll be able to teach it. Take this connection. Plug into your higher self. Feel the essence of that energy. Your higher self is here with us. Now, you can begin with the fifth dimension. We can come down to the fifth dimension to meet you. 
Martin, we're going to encourage you to raise your vibration even higher to the seventh dimension where you and your higher self connect with the grid that is the Christ consciousness. And you will feel flooded with love, with such richness and abundance that you are swept off your feet. Feel it. We're sending you our love. And now, Catherine, explain what you just felt. Oh, Sananda, as you were doing that, I was breathing, I was seeing Martin rising up to connect with his higher self. He made the connection and you said he was here with you and I suddenly felt your heart beating. When you said, we send you our love, I felt your heart beat. I can't explain how how moving that is, how powerful it is. I saw how Martin will heal within the embrace of your heartbeat. His heart will beat with yours. And Nada brings the power of her heartbeat. And I do too. And we all join together And our hearts beat as one. I feel your heart beat as clearly as if I had my hand directly on your chest, feeling your heart beat. It's so strong, it resonates. like an echo all around the grid, around the entire planet. Our hearts beat as one. In that atmosphere of love and such joy, it's impossible for a disease to survive. It's impossible for the tumor to remain. It will lose its source of nourishment. It's not a a painful process. It's not even really dramatic. It's just that 
the tumor can no longer feed itself because the tumor feeds on dark energy. Martin, raise your vibration and hold it there. Nada. Beloved Martin, feel our hearts beat with yours. And now we expand this heartbeat that we four have created. Now we include Meg. Come sit with us, Meg. Be here in our circle. There you are. Now feel your heartbeat with us. Ah, now we have five. And we connect to the great Christ grid, the Christ consciousness grid. Now you know, Christ is not the name of my dear Sananda. It is an expression. It is a description of the love energy. Yes, the love energy that he he emits that we feel together. It's the name of that consciousness, that experience of love and elevated feeling that is joy the rich combination of love and joy. Yes, feel your heart expanding. There. There's the compassion. Generosity. You feel it, don't you? We include everyone everyone who is listening to this call and everyone who will hear it in the future will feel this energy that we are generating. We started it with three, four, five, and now we include all on the call, everyone listening, and everyone on the planet who already knows how to do this. Now, the challenge for all of you, beloved ones, is to maintain this all day, every day. Dear Diana and Martin and Jennifer, Make it your life, your life's work to live in this energy. And when you do, there will be no disease, 
no pain. And for Henry, who prays for his sister. Henry, when you maintain your vibration in this dimension with the Christ consciousness. Now, when we describe consciousness, we do not mean thinking or mind. We mean the full experience in your body and soul, in your heart, of being in love. Yes, with all the symptoms (laughs) that you feel when you are in love, the excitement, the anticipation, the hope, the delight. We are here with you. We are in love with you. You only need to stay with us in this beautiful abundance that we create together. And the more of us there are, the more powerful it becomes. This, beloved ones, can heal anything. And the more powerful we create this energy, the more we transmit it through the grid, the closer you come, all of you, to raising yourselves, your bodies, for your ascension. This is ascension. This is the goal. We are smiling. We are feeling the same thing you are feeling. We are in love. At times like this, I reach out to Sananda. We join our hands. And we feel the energy rise. We feel God's presence. We are God. Because we are together. Because we are one. And nothing can change that or prevent it, or in any way destroy it or hurt it. It is impossible. Here in the higher dimensions, there is no darkness. There is no interference. There is no fear, because there is no danger. We cannot be hurt or separated. Separation is the illusion 
that you experience when you're there in a body. Now, a lot of people say, I'm going to introduce this topic, and then I'm going to let Sananda talk about it some more. A lot of people say, it's all an illusion. Everything you're feeling, everything you see is an illusion. Well, of course it isn't. You are real. I am real. Sananda sitting here beside us is real. What is not real is the illusion of separation. The illusion that there is good and bad, that there is high or low, that there is darkness that can overcome light. No, never. Darkness will never overcome light. Think of it this way. If you walk into a dark room and you light a match, the entire room is illuminated. What is an enormous room of darkness can be overcome by one tiny match. Now, expand that and you will see. Yes, there on earth you have dealt with thousands of years of of dark ones who were trying to create the idea that darkness is real, that evil is power, and that you can be taken over. This was their teaching, that you could be taken over by darkness. Well, nothing could be greater nonsense than being the idea that you will be overwhelmed and inadvertently or um, by accident taken over by darkness. Absolutely not. Agree to it. You must join up. If you want to be one of the dark ones, you have to join up. Well, those of us who understand that darkness is just an illusion, well, why would you want to join up with that? It's on the way out. It's completely passé. Now, Sananda wants to speak about this, I'm sure. Of course, beloved ones, I want to reassure you. I'm glad that Nada brought this up. The idea that you need to fear the ones who have brought destruction, that you need to fear those who pretend to have dark powers. They are what you call the cabal, yes. There have been many who have toyed with dark ideas and feelings and thoughts. But that's all it is. It's a game. Now, it can be a deadly game, While you're there in a body, of course, you can be killed. And those who are 
aligning with what they think of as dark powers. Lucifer is teaching you about that now. Those ones who presented themselves as if as if they were great and powerful entities, of course, were just, well, strutting around, acting as if they had control over everyone, as if they could control everyone. But you know, beloved ones, you know in your heart. Now, Martin, apply this to your disease. You know in your heart there is no such thing as darkness that can invade you. You must welcome it. You must allow it. You must believe what the doctors say, that it has taken over your cells and you will be killed by it. That idea has been so pervasive, so completely pervasive, that there is no one on the planet who has not been touched by it. It is not your fault. It is not a failing. If you're not able to overcome the illness in a moment, of course not. You are relearning. You are completely changing the way you see yourself and the way you see the world. I tell you, dear ones, there is no evil. There is no evil in the universe, in the cosmos, in the multiverse. There is no such thing. There is the illusion of darkness that was created by mutual consent that was allowed to pervade the surface of planet Earth. You will you have welcomed it, in fact, because it offered you the opportunity to do exactly what we are doing today. You took it on, you allowed it in order to overcome it. In order to feel the strength of your heart, in order to know that you can conquer anything. And those of you who have taken on illness in this lifetime, this is true for you. You have taken the challenge to prove to yourself that you can create the light that will strike the match and dispel the darkness. You can do it inside yourselves, inside your human body, You can do it between you and your higher self with the help of your higher self. You turn on the light 
that is within you. It is in your DNA to be of the light, to be one of us, to be of Christ consciousness, even as you live there, even as you live out this life in a human body, you are one with the Christ consciousness. You need to discover it. You need to connect to it. You need to accept it. But you don't need to fight off the darkness. You don't even need to conquer it. You simply need to let it go. Let go, beloved ones, all of you, of the idea that there is darkness that can overcome you. There has been much talk about this in the family and in your internet um, exchanges with there are web, whole websites dedicated to talking about the dark evil ones who come from outer space nonsense there will be no evil ones coming from outer space you are protected and there are a few pockets left in the multiverse where there are there are those who are still entertaining these ideas that darkness is somehow power and that they enjoy destroying things well anyone can blow things up it doesn't take any power or strength it just takes some dynamite and a little technology it doesn't require any special intelligence or any special strength think of what happens on your planet someone gets a gun and decides that he's the most powerful person in his whole neighborhood well nonsense a gun doesn't have any consciousness or any power he's not any stronger because he has this metal object that can kill people it is nothing it is nothing. Or as you sometimes say, no thing. It is an illusion. And if he should point his gun at someone and kill them, it is an illusion that they have died. They have not. They will leave that body and go on do something more interesting the darkness the separation the division that beloved ones is the illusion and anyone who truly understands this in your heart completely in your being in your soul your heart, your body, and connecting with your higher self. When you understand
understand that and know it. There is no attraction to darkness. None. It is simply... Hmm, it's There it is over there, somebody trying to pretend that they're dark. Yes, we know about that. It has no real interest. It has no power. It's just a game that people of lower vibration play. Now, this is not um, an elitist view. It's simply a higher vibration. People who are of lower vibration think about fear. Think about danger. Think about darkness and evil. It, it is of a lower vibration. It's really very simple. Once you accept, oh, that's all it is. It's just a game. Now, I'm going to ask Catherine to describe what she sees. Hmm, that was very, um, very clear and so interesting. I saw, as Sananda was describing it, I saw a group of people. They're sort of over in the corner and kind of down below us. I could look and see them. It's like they're a group of maybe ruffians on a playground, and they're playing games like with uh, throwing things on the ground, and they're sort of punching at each other, and they have they wear costumes. They they wear like the gangs that wear colors to dis, to define themselves. The part of the game they play is that they have. Um, colors to identify. Yeah, I'm, I'm someone who believes in that dark stuff. I'm somebody who has a tattoo on my face that is a skull or some dark entity, and I walk around showing people this so that they will know that I believe this. It made it so clear that it's just um, a sort of sad game because they're so convinced that there's something real about what they're doing. But they're just sort of going through motions and they're talking to one another and they're agreeing, you know, aren't we tough? Aren't we deadly? Aren't we dangerous? And then I saw around that circle, like the ruffians on the playground, are the cabal members who are just they're wearing suits, but they're the same. And then the all all these people around surrounding these ruffians and the cabal and all these sort of hangers-on who are admiring the ones who are tough and deadly and dangerous at whatever level they're the ones who think they're tough because they're they dress in these 
dangerous looking clothes and they have metal spikes on their jewelry and big piece hunks of metal hanging from them. And then they're the ones who wear a pinstripe suit, but there's no difference. They're talking to each other about the same thing. They're like comparing notes about how dangerous they are and how powerful. And then the circle just widened and widened, and there are all these. There's some in evening gowns, and there are some, um, you know, in their uh, a working gear, whatever it is they do. But they're looking at the this group of so-called dangerous people with great reverence and a sort of awe. Oh, they're scary. Uh, I'm afraid to go near them. And they're actually the audience who are encouraging these dark ones. So they're like applauding and, and giving credence to, oh, yes, this is really dangerous. And all of it is taking place on a stage. And everyone is reading their lines. And each one is playing their part. So that there's something for everyone there. Whatever social group, whatever language you speak, whatever um, financial strata you might be, aligned with, there is a dark play going on. And you can sit in the audience and you can ooh and ah. But then I saw it and I went, oh, boring. They all just keep repeating the same thing over and over again. And they're so wrapped up in a delusion and this, the odd thing about it is that they don't even know they're all in a shared delusion. What came to my mind is the, the French term they use when there are two people who share a delusion is folie à deux. Well, this is a folie à millions but they're just down there on the playground. And they're mm, kind of have their feet in the mud. And when you stand in the light and look at it, well, yes, we need to help them change that. We need to help people, especially the ones around the edges. We can start with the ones around the edges because they're just the audience. They're not really the ones who are carrying the guns or, you know, planning the wars or trying to create hypnotic propaganda. They're just the ones who are ooing and eyeing and feeling awestruck at how dangerous these people are. Well, they're the ones, we only need to tap them on the shoulder and say, come here, come up here, 
come right over here with me and look from the bird's eye view, from the mountaintop. Look at that. Well, it doesn't look very interesting compared to what's going on up here (laughs) where there is joy and exuberance and love washing over us. Why would anybody want to be down there in that muck? It's It sort of has an atmosphere of smog about it. Everybody there is breathing the smog. It's kind of a mixture of frustration and anger. and It's soup. They're all sort of slow motion walking around in this soup. So, I really got the feel of it. Thank you, Sananda. I really got the feel of, okay, here's our job. It's to tap the shoulders of the ones who are on the edges, who are who just kind of got caught up in it a bit. It's not their fault. They They just are used to hearing that language. Everybody's used to hearing the language of awe. Well, even, you know, the Bush administration called it shock and awe. We can bomb an entire country into the dark ages. Wow, how powerful we are. Well, most of us heard that and went, oh, that's not powerful. That's just disgusting. That's just ridiculous. Why would anybody want to do that? Okay. I turn it back to you and um Lady Nada is gonna have some suggestions for us about how to proceed. On a lighter note. Yes, beloved, yes. Of course. Now that you've seen the picture everyone is watching. Everyone is standing here with us looking at that picture. Now, feel how good that feels. To be away from that, it even smells bad. You know, everything about it is mm, not what we want to be, not what we want to embrace. But we do want to bring our friends there who are strutting around in their costumes. We want to tap them on the shoulder and say, Beloved ones, look, we have something much more interesting going on up here. Something much more fulfilling. It touches your heart. It helps you to grow. It helps you to accept band as a soul to join us to raise your vibration not by pretending none of that exists no it exists we know those are real people it's just the game they're playing that is an illusion they are real souls and they need our help now How do you help an entire culture? Well, 
we have asked Catherine and the other channels who bring our messages, we have asked to bring those messages to you, to show you what we feel, to show you how much we truly love you, how invested we are in this project that is the ascension of all of planet Earth, Mother Terra, and every single human being on the planet. Now, here you are with us, all of you listening. You're here with us in love. And we see there are still millions who are over there playing their games on the playground, pretending that there is a power separate from God. That's really all it is. They're pretending there is power separate from the light. And they keep trying to prove it. They keep trying to prove that they can be powerful by being dark. Well, we understand that it's just nonsense. It's simply not true. But this is why you all came here. To prove to yourselves and to each other that it isn't true. And to prove that you can create this brilliant, powerful connection to us and to Creator. And together, we are light. We are love. And there can be no darkness in our presence. I let you feel that. There can be no darkness in our presence. Absorb that, beloved ones. Remain with us in this high dimension and you will never again feel despair or even the kind of anger that is resentment and rage. You will never feel those things again. You will never feel anxiety or depression. And I tell you, beloved ones, know that if you feel those feelings, you are entertaining darkness. Now accept that. Simply embrace it. All right, if I feel myself being anxious or impatient or frustrated, I am simply entertaining darkness. And I can decide not to. I can decide instead to turn to the light. And I will repeat it in the light, with us, 
in this higher vibration, there can be no darkness. And here, in our group, feel it. Bright. Feel the sun shining down on you. This is not only the sun that is the center of your solar system, although that is a high vibration as well. This goes beyond to the central sun that is our creator. That powerful light shines on all of us. Yes, even those playing at their games of darkness and even those who are watching the dark games and are fascinated by it. They like to spend a lot of time and energy talking about the dark games. Turn away. You know all about that. You don't have to tell everyone about it. You don't have to point out incidents and examples of it unless it will truly help the person you're talking with. Now, this has been the purpose of this phase of messages that we have given to you over the last few months. It is to say, beloved ones, there is darkness in the minds of those people who are playing in the illusion. And all of you were raised to play that delusion. Every one of you have lived within that system where the propaganda and the brainwashing, yes, it is brainwashing, was incessant and it was completely accepted. And so in order to be of the light, you have to separate yourself out. You have to leave behind the ones you love. That has been a tall order for many people. You have to be willing to be different because the entire planet was immersed in this stew that was the illusion of darkness. But of course, if enough people believe it, it begins to feel real. And so, we tell you, beloved ones, we understand. We have been there. We have felt it. We know what it is. We know how hard it is to see it for the delusion that it is. We know how hard it is not to be fascinated by it, not to ooh and awe and say, oh my gosh, they're at it again. Look out. No. Instead, Say to those around you, they're playing 
with their delusions. That's all it is. As long as we hold fast and refuse to believe it, refuse to join them, refuse to applaud their play, it will dissolve. It will disappear. Like the illness in your bodies, it will melt away. Only if you give it energy, only if you give it fear, will it continue. Fear is the energy that feeds the delusion of darkness. Do not allow yourselves to say, oh, I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid of this person. I'm afraid of that darkness. No. Do not permit yourselves to even say it to yourself. And especially, do not say it to others. Instead, come to us. Sit with us here. Join our circle. There is room for every single soul on the planet and beyond. Every single soul who has been a part of this great project that is the ascension of planet Earth and every being who is now working toward their own ascension to higher and higher vibration. And those of you, dear ones, those of you who have lived this life on planet Earth will know deeply, deeply and forever that there is no such thing as a darkness that can overwhelm you. There is no such thing as evil that can overcome you. It is nothing but an illusion. We send you our deepest love We see you now connecting with your higher selves. And when you do that, you will feel yourself rising up. You don't bring your higher self down to you. You rise up to join with your higher self. As Catherine has done to be here with us as Portia. There is no difference. This is why we sometimes tell you names of what your higher soul is so that you will just have an idea of what you're aiming for. That's all. You don't need to know the name of your higher self, but if you listen, they will tell you. 
but ask them to tell you their ancient name. And I will tell you, with Catherine's permission, Portia, may I? She says yes. The one we call Lady Portia, just like I described about my name, is not really Portia. That was the the title, the name they took on, Portia and Saint Germain, because of lifetimes they shared on Earth. They were there. They were um, created out of their incarnations. But Portia's real name is Umara. It begins with two O's, which are the sound of Om. And her name means the sound of the voice of God. Now, come, Portia, you knew that. (laughs) Yes, I knew it. But it touches me to hear you say that. Thank you, Nada. Thank you, Sananda, for this wonderful, wonderful lesson. My heart is so filled with love and gratitude for this opportunity and for this wonderful experience. I wish everyone in the world could hear this and be here with us and know this, what we know. And here is beloved Meg beside us, our dear Archangel. (laughs) Thank you. Our dear Lady Nada and Sananda. Okay, Nada. And Sananda, you'll be back with us next week? Indeed, yes, of course. This will be a very productive, very exciting time for all of us. We look forward to it. Thank you, Sananda. Mm. Thank you, Nada. Hello, Meg. Thank you, Catherine. That was very moving. On so many levels. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. I hope it was as clear to everyone listening as it was when I was seeing it and feeling it. Oh, it was very clear. Your description was very clear. I could see the whole tapestry laid out with the playground and then circles going out in levels. It was very clear. And mm. and even the hi- even though there's not really a height, it was just a vibrational difference of of watching it mm-hmm. and knowing we've all engaged in it. I mean yeah. we know what that feels like, so it's not even a better than it's oh, I know that. <laughs> I've, right. I've done that. I've been there. I know what that feels like. And we can even um, love that 
love up, love awake, that part of ourselves. <laughs> love up. That's good. <laughs> love up. That's right. Love, love yeah. us up. Love ourselves up. Because, you know, we've all, we've all engaged in that behavior. And if we can do that without judgment and just say, oh, I know what that felt like and I'd rather be here, it's just a mm-hmm. choice. It's not a judgment. It's just a choice. And Yeah. And we can see others and say, yeah, I know you've been there. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Welcome back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Been there, done mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome back. How'd that mm-hmm. feel? <laughs> uh-huh. Right. <Crappy>. Okay. <laughs> Right. Yeah. We're finished we know, with the smog know. and the heaviness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Catherine. This was very special, and a special thanks to Sananda and and Nada. Oh, it was yes. such a treat. How fun that must have been for them. Just again, we have another way of of seeing reality, and it's so helpful. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, what a delight. I'm just thrilled to to be able to do this. So we didn't um we didn't talk about uh answering questions today. Um, we generally don't answer too many questions on Sunday. Uh we usually save that for Wednesday nights. But we will and we will answer questions on this coming Wednesday night. Um, because we've, you know, promised that. There is one person with their hand up. Do you think we should let them give their observation? Well, since they just came on, I think that probably, yeah. Yeah, they just raised their hand. Okay, let's go ahead and open them up. We're opening up area code 206, ending in 2480. Just let us know your name and where you're calling from. Welcome. Oh, by accident, I um, connected with you. I'm so very sorry. I have no question, and I loved what you did today. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Oh, well, yes, bye-bye. Welcome. How nice. What a happy accident that we, <laughs> yes. just, that we just happened to call on her. Well, there's one more, and we will answer this. Okay. One, one more question, and then okay. anybody else can save it for, for uh, Wednesday. And we'll make sure Sananda talks about the We Are the World on, on Wednesday. Okay. okay. We're opening up area code 828, ending in 9575. Welcome. Yeah, hi, Catherine. This is Mary in North Carolina. Hi, Mary. Hi there. Thank you. I was wondering, uh, I haven't been on in a week or, I guess, a week or so, uh, and I know the last time I was on, someone had asked if you were going to be listing a, phone number so that we could listen to these broadcasts via our you know, our phones instead of having to listen to them on the computer. I was wondering right. if you all had, had made that available yet for we a We haven't set it up calls. yet. No, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, but I, we will work on that. I've, I've been out okay. of technology touch. So, yeah. we In fact, uh, maybe Don, our... IT person could make a suggestion about that and can help me to set it up. So I will connect with him this week. Uh huh. Thanks for reminding me. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. Okay. Yep. Good suggestion. 
Mm-hmm. It is kind of nice to be able to listen to it on your phone. It does. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, wow. What a day. I I think um, I'm going to put this on Blog Talk Radio as one of our featured um, broadcasts. I've noticed that Blog Talk Radio has started featuring our our broadcasts as well, and they put um, they put our show as a featured show, which is nice. I think that's why some new people are coming around to see what it is. So welcome everybody who's new. And goodness, it just keeps getting better. <laughs> I don't know what we have in store for next week, but I, I guess it'll be more like this, uh, conversations with mm. Sananda and Lady Nada. Mm. So that's pretty exciting, something to look forward to. And we want to hear um, our testimonials of people that are healing in this way that was described today. And we send our love to those who are um, dealing with difficult illnesses. I want to send out a blast of love to my brother, too, in Cleveland, um, who is hanging on year after year with uh, very advanced cancer. It's I guess now day by day, but he's still with us, so sending him love too. Okay, it's time to put on Sananda's music and say farewell. I like and that we'll much you. better than goodbye. Farewell. Yes. Farewell. <laughs> good night, Kat, or good day, uh, Catherine. We'll see you Wednesday. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.
must lend a helping hand. 